Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. That is right. That is Byron Saxton from WWE, and this is FXE Live. Fantasy Jester here, the Jester, the Duke of Earl, Joey Two Bags of Donuts, whatever you want to call me. I am the man. That's all. That's what you can call me. Leave it at that. The man. Those of you who don't know, get used to it. Come and see. Check it out. Why FXE Live is now Florida's number one wrestling podcast. There is no better. This is the place to go. We cover it all. We cover we cover WWE and NXT, TNA, Ring of Honor. You know, we talk about all that every once in a while as we can get to it and stuff. You know, in particular WWE, we'll talk about that. But it is FXE Live, and we are here for FXE Florida Extreme Entertainment. You know, we've talked about the announcement of March 18th, and there's going to be more. We're going to talk about that tonight because. As it goes, there's always changes. There's always changes. There's, it's the wrestling world. Injuries happen. Things occur. Bookings happen. If you're on, say that you're booked for a podcast, and all of a sudden, you have the opportunity to go work a match in Australia, you're going to go. You're going to go. And that's what's happened is that, you know, uh, tonight's guest, Robbie E., was going to join us. We found out late that, okay, fine, uh, he's got a match over in Australia. And, you know, everybody asked me, how do I feel about that? And I said, you know, first of all, it's the wrestling world. If you have the opportunity to take a booking, as long as you're not double booking, okay, a wrestling event. And, you know, this was just him coming on the podcast to BS with us. I, I, I'll give you an idea, folks. If Somebody had called me. Now, this is obviously our show here. It's FXE. It's myself and JT and Carnage show, okay? Had somebody given me a call and said, hey, listen, I'm going to pay you to come down to Australia, work a match, give you all these accommodations, have a great time, bring your family, all that stuff. Come on down. Carnage... And JT would have been doing this show by themselves tonight. And I would have been having a shrimp on the Barbie, just like Robbie E is somewhere tonight. And um, I'm sure he's listening. And what we've done is uh, that's no problem. What's going to happen that makes next week's show just that much more special because now all of a sudden you have both people involved in the, uh, meet and greet portion, the VIP portion of the March 18th event. Now we're going to have both of them on. So you're going to have an opportunity to hear them both next week, Robbie E and Santana Garrett 
both on the show next week. Going to be fun-filled show. The rest of the show tonight, uh, you know what? It's going to be a piece of garbage, just like every other show is. Uh, are you kidding me? What do you think? We leave off there? We leave off there, and that's all we got? No, I bring in now, in just a little bit, I bring in probably the two best voices that I have. I, listen, I had a choice of a lot of people to go ahead and be part of FXE. Well, obviously, the first person I'm going to bring in is is my partner in my regular other podcast, JT. And those of you who don't know him, it's Jason Townsend, Fez437 on Twitter. And so, of course, I'm going to bring him. I mean, he is just absolute great on the mic, great guy, uh, knowledgeable about sports, loves wrestling. So, of course, I'm going to bring him. And... Then, as we're getting ready to put the shows together, I come across talents that I've been thrown my way as a color guy. And all of a sudden, I come across a young man named Chris Carnage. And I'm going to tell you, the two of them together are going to be absolutely phenomenal. When you get the opportunity to hear the shows, you know, they're going to be recorded for television and all that. We're going to put it on YouTube. We're going to have lots of fun with the shows, okay? And you're going to have that opportunity to hear what is clearly my opinion of the two best voices I could have picked for our shows. So let's get ready. Let's bring them in. Let's get the show started. Let's talk about things. Because we also want to talk about something we mentioned the other podcast. But I want to bring them in before we go ahead and talk about the other podcast. First, of course, I'm going to go with my right-hand man, my sidekick, the guy who you can talk to on Twitter about every sport, not just wrestling, Jason J.T. Townsend. Jason, how are you tonight? How's everything, man? Jester, we're almost to the show. I'm doing great. We're less than a month away. Uh, excitement's building. Uh, you know, living here in Fort Worth, Texas now, I got to say, it's a much different uh, feeling when you have 76 degrees and sunny every day, kind of like you talk about with your weather uh, out there in DeLand. So uh, feeling good, looking good, ready to do this. <laughs> you know, it is, uh, yeah, it's uh, actually it rained here all day today, but other than that, I can't complain. And yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun times right now. And yeah, JT, you know, you alluded to the fact that we are less than a month away from the show. And I've got to be honest with you, there's been some sleepless nights going on because really just there's so much to do. If you want it a certain way, folks, it doesn't it doesn't come easy. And I'll tell you, uh, it is going to be one hell of a show. We're really looking forward to it. It's really getting exciting at this point. Well, you know, uh, i got to throw something out there. i got to throw this out yeah. there. You're talking about our guest tonight, Robbie E., getting the opportunity in uh, Australia. You know, why is it that when I think about that, I, I think about that video that went viral on Facebook a couple months ago of the guy trying to box the kangaroo. Uh, I think Robbie's probably going to have a little better luck than that dude did. But, uh, you know, have a blast out there. Look forward to talking to you next week, Robbie. You know, it's crazy that you say that, too. That is, when, I, when the very first mention of it, Matter of fact, you had come. You were the one uh, telling me the news, and right. uh, told me about what was going on. I'm like, first thing, that kangaroo video where the guy's boxing the kangaroo. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know. Um, I, I just thought that was, I thought it was good. And uh, hey, listen, that's just part of the business. That's how it goes. And uh, listen, uh, we got, we've got this next guy coming in too. And he's no slouch to talk to about wrestling. And, uh, you know, JT, I know you guys don't see eye to eye. And last week it, it turned uh, it turned a little ugly to the end. Okay. Let's try and uh, I've talked to the both of you. Let's try and keep it. Uh, let's try and keep it civil this week. All right. You know, hey, I'm, I'm a professional. I'm here to do a job. Uh, you know, Carnage has his. Uh, his benefits, and apparently, as you all heard last week, he has some weaknesses, too. But other than that, great guy. I'm ready to work, and uh, let's get this thing done. 
Yeah, let's get it going because uh, I we have some news about the other podcast in this one, so let's get him in. Without any further ado, the one, the only, my man on color, Chris Carnage. Chris, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. You know, I'm just chilling here, relaxing, all cool. It's just what Chris Carnage does, especially on a nice rainy day. So I'm just here, just chilling. Gotta tell you, man, it is. Uh, it, it's fun times right now. It, it's nice. It must be nice to be Carnage and be chilling, though. As I'm sitting here, I, I regrew hair. I was bald, regrew hair, and I pulled it out in the last couple of weeks. And uh, so, you know, I'm glad you're kicking back, enjoying uh, enjoying yourself. I'm glad you're having fun. Real happy to hear that. Um, you know, guys, one thing I am happy about, and this is something that I haven't had the opportunity to tell either one of you, I wanted to save it for on air. You know, for some of the listeners out there, you know, you might be new to us or, you, or you've tuned in to just us or and might not be aware. We have another podcast on Saturday nights. We do the Fantasy Jester show. It, it covers all sports, fantasy sports, extreme sports. And uh, recently, JT and Chris, I'm happy to announce that FXE Live is now beating the Fantasy Jesters show in live listeners each week. I'm glad you guys are excited about that. No, no, I'm just trying to, I'm actually just trying to wrap my brain around that. The amount of listeners that we have on that Saturday show, the flagship show, uh, you know, that started it all. So, yeah, that's saying something. If If we're able to beat that show each week. That's definitely saying something. We're able you know to go ahead and go ahead. It's, go ahead, it's Chris. because it's not fantasy. That's why. It's because this is real action, and somebody can actually go buy a ticket and come see the action. Well, you know, uh, it is wrestling has a uh, quite the following, and it just it was interesting to me though that you have. I mean, the fantasy justice show covers. NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL, fantasy sports, and extreme sports. And here you go. We create, the, we create this, FXE Live, and it is outdoing my own show. And the only thing it feels like to me is, I'm kicking my ass. I mean, because that's all it turns into. <laughs> I, 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 I'm really kicking my ass. That's all I'm doing. I'm beating myself on Saturdays. So I mean, guys, good job. I can't, I can't say enough to the fans out there that I do this and we're able to get these kind of numbers. And it's not me. It is the great team of people that I have surrounded myself with including the two gentlemen on air with me tonight that helped make this all possible. And uh, we, we love the fans and everything, but I just want to let the fans know um, I love my team. I love everybody around us and a uh, great job guys. You know, JT looking back now, and I'm going to start with you regarding, uh, I want to touch on WWE for a second. I really do want to talk FXE, but there's something that's just uh, uh, bothering me, and I've got to get it out there. And mm-hmm. I, want, I want your opinion, and I want Carnage's opinion on this. Um, what did you think about the whole thing with KO and that promo? Oh. Chris Jericho mentioned it. You know, I have to say, when I sat down to watch World's Worst Entertainment Raw Monday night, you know, I was thinking, okay, we're going to see something here. We're going to actually get some, some news, some, some firing back from Jericho after the betrayal at the uh, Festival of Friendship the week before from KO. And they opened the show with a dark ring with KO slouching, sitting on a chair with a spotlight, trying to basically rip off CM Punk's pipe bomb uh, promo, in my opinion. 
but I mean, could you have been any more boring and monotone when you listened to that to that promo? It was just just absolutely boring. And then to hear him talk the way he did about Bill Goldberg is basically is it to say the guy has has been irrelevant at any point during his career? Um, absolutely. Uh, I, I have no idea where they're going with that. And to not capitalize on everything they built the week before with Jericho on top of that, just, uh, again, they deserve the uh, moniker WWE, World's Worst Entertainment. Wow. All right, so you you really uh, you have that. Uh, do you agree, Carnage? I mean, how, how do you look at it? Did you see it the same way as us or what? Honestly, that whole thing, KO, is, he is just gold. He's the universal champion. You know, Goldberg's coming back from being gone for over a decade, and what do you do, honestly? You beat up Brock Lesnar. He's having all kinds of issues with UFC banning him. Like, come on, he's a guy that's on the down. So I'm not surprised Goldberg beat him and just ate him up. But now you're going to take on a real champion in KO. Come on, what, what, what's there to say? He had to say Carnage, what he had to Carnage. say, and that's that. Carnage, let's, let's be real, though. He didn't just beat up Brock Lesnar. He's destroyed him twice. And on top of that, here we go again. We think, okay, maybe they're going to pull Kevin Owens out of Chris Jericho's shadow where Chris Jericho's been helping him win time after time. But, no, all they've done is replace Jericho now with Samoa Joe to go out and attack Zami Zayn so KO could win. All they're doing is carrying this guy. When's this guy going to stand on his own two feet? If he's gold, when's he going to show it? Winning's winning at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how it happens. You know, whether it's an inch or a mile, you're there. And guess what he's holding? The universal title. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it's going to be, it's going to be nice to see how that all plays out. You know, one of the things that both of you, all right, so you have distinct opinions on that, but let me, let me go ahead now and get your opinion about something on FXE recently, just, just before we came on air. Okay. Uh, Am I alone that I feel that all of a sudden Shannon Moore is like trying, trying to pick a fight with me here? I mean, what the hell is going on with this now all of a sudden? I, I, I have no idea why this has turned bad between Shannon Moore and myself. Is it me, well, JT, or what? I don't know. I don't know if it's you per se, but let's, let's, look, at your, let's look at your history with Shannon Moore. I mean, when you had him on the show. Basically, you told him, you've got to do this, and I'm paraphrasing, but you've got to do this to impress me. You've got to do this and jump through this hoop and jump through this hoop to get what you want. And honestly, you look at, you know, Shannon Moore, you know, the king of punk, basically, uh, you know, I don't, he's rebelling against your authority. And uh, I, I, think that's where you're, I think that's what you're looking at in this case. Hmm. What about Mila? Um, yeah, I think Mila's just you tired. You got her. You, you, you got tired. her. You got what? I think Mila's just tired of you poking her. Uh, you know, if we go back and look at Twitter over the last week, you guys have had some interesting uh, exchanges of conversation, wouldn't you say? Interesting to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, You're so talking to the booty Mila, it's my fault, guys. Well, again, Chris, I don't think it's your fault. On. Some of the stuff you said. Uh, some of. Some of the stuff you say, you've got some points. Like, I, like I've said on Twitter, I can't disagree with some of your points, but I just don't think she cares about your perspective. That's just what it looks like to me. Hmm. Chris? I mean, she is the booty monster, so. Hmm. 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 You know, um, seems that I have a problem with Shannon Moore. Seems I have a problem with Mila. I, I don't seem to have a problem with Santana Garrett. Her and I seem to get along just fine. Don't have any problems with her. Taino, I don't have any problems with him. I mean, it seems like there's a whole group. There's two guys that I talked to today, okay, that are just really uh, dying to get on the show and seem uh, really good. You know, one of the guys that are coming on the show, and this is maybe I should get into this with uh, with everybody while we're on while we're on everything with the show and who I get along with, and 
how, how people are actually coming to the show. We're adding names, guys. We're adding names. The show is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, a lot of people have heard what we're doing, and a lot of the workers are coming literally out of the woodwork. Now, one of the guys that are coming on, and I spoke to him today, great guy, great guy, Rex Backus. He's a phenomenal wrestler. Right now he's coming off of an injury, and this is a guy, this is the type of guy that I've been talking about, local wrestler, busts his ass, needs to get some more attention because he really gives it all in the ring. So we're going to go ahead, and in the coming weeks before the show, we're going to have him in. We'll get to talk to him so we can introduce him. One of the other people just added to the show is going to be Johnny Knockout. Johnny Knockout's going to end up going against Romeo Corvedo, and that's going to be their whole they, – this is it. They've been going at wait, it wait. for – go ahead. Yes, sir, baby. Did you just – so that's official. Corvedo and Knockout's official. Corvedo and Knockout is a done deal, yeah. Oh, okay. That I'm is supposed to be very to nice. Yeah, I'm waiting to see Corvado in person. So, okay, this should be me good. as well. I got to be honest with you guys. Okay, this is going to be one hell of a battle. These two have been going at it for a little bit. They wanted a, they wanted an opportunity. Okay, to go at it for FXE, and I said, I want you to go at it. But understand one thing: when you're going at it, it is for your chance. As remember, we're ranking everybody now, so that we can have the belt and a number one contender and all of that. So you know, when they come here, I understand they've got history, but they don't have history here. So it's a new slate when they come here. So who wants that leg up first? And I got to well, be I feel honest like with you. them working together, they're going to have a lot of heat no matter what. That's just going to have fuel to the fire. Here's, here's the thing, okay? Knockout's been in the ring with Strowman. So he, I don't know if he's really going to be afraid of anybody. JT? Well, let, let's be real, though. You know, I, you, you alluded to him earlier in the show, and you know, our friend Shannon Moore, you know, he's been in the ring against Taker. He's been Lesnar, Rey Mysterio. You know, you're talking about Knockout being there against Braun Strowman, the guy that picked up and body slammed the big show the other night. You know, so hmm. let, let's be real. You know, the talent that we have in the ring is talent that's used to going against top-tier guys. I don't think anyone's going to back down on this card. There's no, there's not a weak link on this card in my, in my opinion, in any way, shape or form. Now, let me ask you something. Yeah. And I agree with you, JT. Now, uh, Chris, when you look at this now, as, as the men's division is, uh, is forming even more and it's really getting, like I said, we, we keep adding more matches and everything for this show. This is going to be a phenomenal show. Is there somebody in your eyes now that's starting to really jump out at you? Have, have you now that you've gotten a good look at the the roster that's building? Is there somebody that's jumping off the page at you that you expect to see uh, eventually hold the strap? Honestly, when you're looking at it up and down, there's a lot of great potential. But the one name that really stands out to me, and honestly, he's the one I think is just not going to care take everybody out, is Renegade. You know, everybody wants to look at this guy or that guy, but Renegade is the one that's going to take everybody out. You know, and he's going to do it by any means necessary. It's interesting you should say that because, you know what, there are a couple of other people. You know, for for the most part, okay, Shannon and Robbie, okay, are garnering some of the attention. But, but in that, and so is Romeo. Romeo is garnering a lot of attention. But there are uh, some people that I've talked to now that are really going with the idea of, oh, oh, wait a minute. Everybody's forgetting about one thing, the, the man beast that is the renegade. 
And, you know, you might be on to something there, Chris. I think people have, for whatever reason, gotten enamored with some of the names that are involved and they're they're ignoring the renegade. You know, JT, let me ask you the same question. As this men's division is building, you know, who jumps off the page at you? You know, I I can't disagree with my partner Carnage there. I mean, when you look at the renegade, really hard to, to pick against this guy. But I want to talk really? about the guy that he's going against. I want to talk about yeah. the Hound Dog. Okay? Let's mm. talk about Puerto Rican Hound Dog. This is the guy that I look at as the guy that's going to be the alpha dog in this division. This is a guy who's got the speed, the agility, the experience, and the power to take somebody like the Renegade and send him backpacking where he came from. Here's one thing that I like about me personally when you look at the Hound Dog and the type of person and wrestler that he is. He is very passionate about what he does. Uh, He is a student. He is a student as well as a teacher. Uh, And that makes you the complete package because he is constantly evolving. He's constantly learning. He's constantly working uh, and he's already a great wrestler. You know, he's really ultra talented and he's still working at it. And yet he also is the type of person that he's teaching people and giving back to the sport. So, um, yeah, he's somebody that shouldn't really be overlooked because of the experience that he has in the ring. I mean, he does have a lot of experience. He's one of those people that have been, and not just talking about U.S. experience. I'm talking about out of the U.S. experience, not a guy that well, should be yeah. overlooked. Right. And something you mentioned, something you alluded to that I think cannot be understated with, with Hound Dog is the passion that this guy brings to the sport and to the ring. So when that match starts to grind and they're trading blows back and forth, I think it's that passion that's going to give him the upper hand when it's all said and done to have his hand raised at the end of this. It's just getting tough. It's really, really getting tough because you got guys, like I said, the Rex Backus now, now Johnny knockout, all guys that are just wild cards with a ton of experience. Uh, Johnny knockout's got a ton of experience. Rex Backus making a name for himself here in Florida. So, I mean, you start going up and down the line and you go, wow, you know, this is, it, it really is getting tough to call. Now, on the other side of the card, on the women's side, folks, we have the Mila versus Santana Garrett, you know, the teacher in Santana Garrett and her student in Mila Niki. And it's going to be interesting because I, I'm going to tell you, Mila is she's talking something I don't know if that booty can cash. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, the, she's, she's a little bit too confident for somebody of Santana Garrett's uh, ability, expertise. There's somebody, there's another person. Talk about a world traveler. Right. Lady warrior, world traveler. And, you know, let's, let's add on to that. Think about it. You're Santana Garrett. You're teaching someone like Mila. You're wrestling moves. You're teaching her how to be a wrestler. In the ring. Don't think that you're not going to tuck a few things away. You're not going to share your whole arsenal knowing damn well that you're probably going to meet this person face-to-face at some point in the ring. So I'm sure Santana has a few tricks up her sleeve uh, that Mila has no ideas coming. Yeah, but, you know, one of the things, and that's, Chris, that's something that you and I had talked about is Mila's learning away from her, too. You know, there are times where, right? I mean, that was something that uh, you had alluded to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's what I was going to actually say is that, you know, she's had time away from her, too. You know, between the both of these women, at the end of the day, Mila is going to have the upper hand. And you want to talk about how Santana's traveled? That also means she's been aged. You know, Mila's younger. She's faster. And man, if she unleashes that booty monster, oh, she's not going to know what's coming for her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think that just was a mute. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I want him to stay on. Are you hinting at the idea that Mila is actually going to uh, have a shot at this carnage? Between the both of them, 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's be real. It isn't like uh, Santana Garrett, 75 years old here, as you're talking about aged and traveled. All that means is she's good enough to travel the world. She's good enough to pick up different styles and experiences along the way. And there's a reason why she was the teacher and the others just the learner. Yeah, but one day the teacher or the teacher has to be overcome by the student. Student always overcomes. It's just called time. At the end of the day, Mia was reaching that level, especially from what she learned away from Santana to be able to come. I I got something here. Hold on. Other than carnage, other than carnage, let me take a poll of everybody who thinks Mila Niki is going to beat Santana Garrett. Hold on. Sounds like that cricket down in the front row is a big fan of Milos. <laughs> that cricket loves the booty you're talking about. Hey, and 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 and, and Jester, let me just say, apparently Carnage has watched one too many uh, episodes or too many movies of Star Wars: A New Hope. This isn't Obi Wan Kenobi versus Darth Vader, pal. It's not going to work that way. Okay, she doesn't have to win anything. She's got to earn it against Santana Garrett. And I'm sorry, I just don't think she's going to do that. Yeah, no, I can't see that one. All right, so let me ask. All right, so here's what's going on. So that's that match, folks. And here's what's changed, and I don't know. Um, I think I have an idea. Um, Here's what's going on. For those of you who don't know, Amber O'Neill was supposed to face Lindsay Snow. And I purposely set that one up because, you know, the whole Shannon Moore wants to have Lindsay Snow as his partner. And I, I, I'm not going to make it easy. That's why I put him against Robbie E. And I said, all right, let me go ahead and put her up against the experienced Amber O'Neill. Amber is now out for a while with two cracks in her vertebrae. And we are wishing her Nothing but the best and a speedy recovery. God bless and uh, hope you uh, take care of yourself, Amber. We will be keeping in touch with her uh, and seeing how her recovery is going. In that, it leaves me with, well, what do I do with Miss Lindsay Snow? And it's funny because now I don't know if, how it's going to be taken, But because Shannon Moore thinks he's a wants to be funny and talking about the uh, the ass chamber gang or whatever it's called, oh gas chamber, whatever it's called, um, and, and how they're going to come f up my company and show all the wrestlers what it's how it's done. I'll tell you what, since you want her as a partner. I'll tell you what, Shannon, now she's not and you want her to be able to face anybody. That's exactly what she's going to do. I will go ahead and find her a new replacement to, uh, to go ahead and wrestle that night. Her replacement will not be female. Now she will have to prove on her own that she's capable of hanging with the male, with the males and the male division and the tag team that you want her to be a part of and take on all comers. I don't know. JT, Chris, Jeff, I mean, uh, Jeff, what? That, I think you may have just solved your own mystery here. Maybe this is what's got Shannon so uh, up in arms tonight with you and, uh, you know, mouthing off a little bit. I mean, you basically flipped the script completely on her. So uh, interesting move. I got to say, I like it. And we've seen Lindsay dominate male opponents before, so it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility in any way, shape, or form, but definitely a way to flip the script on that. I like it. Uh, it was presented to me. It, you know, I mean, uh, Amber's hurt. Amber's hurt, and uh, Amber got hurt at a With time that she recovery more. Money, yeah. yeah, like I said, you know, I really do wish her all the best, uh, uh, of course, 100%. Absolutely. But the thing is this, guys, uh, I go ahead and when I'm, t- uh, it, it, it <laughs> Shannon goes ahead and starts talking 
right as this happens. How did everybody expect me to react? Of course now, all right. You want to you want to be talking crap about what the ass chamber or gas chamber or whatever the hell it is, okay, is going to do at my show. Well, fine. Uh then you better put up then. If you want to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. And this is a perfect opportunity for me to make Miss Snow have to walk the walk thanks to Shannon's talking the talk. Seems fair to me. Carnage? Honestly, this is one of the few times that I would actually agree with JD. This is honestly a brilliant move. Because if she's going to compete against men, she might as well wrestle against a man. Only makes sense to me. So, there, there, there's that whole announcement and that match there. Things continue to really? grow. The, the, thanks. The, the things that continue to grow, too. That pot of gold. Um, what was the latest thing? Hold on. I have a note here. We're getting in. And I have the note here. Okay. We're going to have an autograph. One of the uh, latest things that's going to be added to the memorabilia portion of it is an autographed picture of Lex Luger. All right. I'll take that. I'd be in the pot of gold, too, now. We keep adding to the pot of gold. Folks, you know, March 18th, we're going to have the different raffles. We're going to have the 50-50 raffle. Uh, Self-explanatory. 50 goes to the winner. 50 goes to the charity. Make a wish. We're going to have a second one. Jester's pot of gold. Literally, that's what it's going to be for a wrestling fan, for any kind of fan, really, for a sports fan, but in particular, for you wrestling fans, we're going to have some signed memorabilia, a whole bunch of different things, signed memorabilia. We're going to have dinner for two at local restaurants. we got a couple of those thrown in already. It continues to grow, and we're excited about that. What else? Uh, uh, should I go back to WWE? Do we have to? I guess we have to. No, yeah. All right. The, yeah, we got to. There's more to talk about there. Oh, I don't want it. All righty. Um, I'll tell you what. We'll start with the positive. What did everybody like? Go with UJT first. What did you like about Raw or SmackDown? Or was there anything? Oh, I mean, I, I would have to say I'm glad you said Raw first on that because you would have said SmackDown. You might as well play those crickets again. But uh, <laughs> if we're talking about Raw, I mean, I will say the Big Show versus Strowman match, it was nice to see they didn't throw uh, Strowman in there against a jobber again. Nia Jax. Uh, Good match. Both guys, I mean, the crowd was into it. Uh, More so than I've seen in a Big Show match in quite a while. He looks good. It's really unusual to see the fact that he shrank three inches since this time last year, but somebody actually weighs more than him. Uh, The only complaint I have is how many times are you going to tell me that you fortified the ring in one match? And why would you tell me that when you've had 10? You had the Royal Rumble. I mean, you have matches like that. You don't need to keep talking about it, guys. But uh, I did enjoy that match. Pretty good match. It was cute. It was cute that they said it one time. Okay, yeah, I get it. You're trying to bolster that they're big guys. Yeah, I, I get it after the first time. When you keep going on and on and on about something that, you know what, unless you're a complete, idiot you know the fact that yeah they have royal rumble and everything else in the middle of the ring and never once have talked about well we had to fortify the ring for the royal rumble um i agree with you on that one jay uh chris what did you like about the shows let's go with that first what did you like about the shows honestly with raw I love seeing Sasha Banks back in action. She went up against Charlotte Flair, picked up the victory, however you want to look at it. But honestly, I, I really enjoy just seeing her back in action because, you know, Braun Strowman versus Big Show, that's a cool idea. You know, reinforce the ring or two big guys. You know, that's a played out cliche. But Sasha Banks coming back is honestly a pretty big deal. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I like I like Sasha. I think she's adorable anyway, first of all. Um you know, we had worked off of that whole story that we had gotten from uh, somebody, but uh, I, I really couldn't speak on that much further. But 
um, as far as her and everything that's concerned, she's absolutely adorable. She can't help it. She's fragile. She's fragile. And, you know, JT, speaking of fragile, somebody uh, here on the panel called it that uh, our certain female champ would go down. Care to elaborate on this, sir, who that person might have been? Yeah, with, with one of the 25 uh, strap changes over the last eight months, Naomi getting the win strap versus Alexa Bliss a couple weeks ago. And what it, and mysteriously, and you can understand my shock and surprise, that she comes up lame the next night and injured. And uh, Daniel Bryan takes the uh, strap away, 26 title change in the last eight months, and puts it back where it never should have left on Alexa Bliss. Um, Naomi... You know, whether she was Trinity with the Funkadactyls, her talent is not in question. I want to make sure I say that. Supremely gifted uh, athletic ability, kind of a uh, female Kofi Kingston in a lot of ways if you look at her athletic prowess, but she's a glass cannon. Uh, One shot, and, you know, she shatters. She's always hurt. I'm really shocked that WWE just even thought about putting that strap on her to begin with. It was uh, something that you had brought up, and uh, I got to be honest with you, though. I am really happy that Alexa Bliss has, has the uh, strap back, and for a couple reasons. I, I, I've seen her grow as a, as a worker. She really does work at it, and she really loves what she uh, does. And just recently, when I, I think it was today I saw it. Uh, I can't remember. They're starting to run together working on this damn show. Um, the the She had a promo out there, and it's her, and then it's a, it cuts to her family. It cuts to her mom and dad. And, you know, the mom's typical reaction when the daughter comes home and says, you know, I'm going to be a wrestler and all that stuff. And it, it, was, it was cute. It, may, it really gets you to see uh, – how she's just a you know regular kid growing up and a cheerleader and how she got into it and uh, really just a hard worker. So from that standpoint, from watching her uh, grow and work, I'm happy to see her wearing it. Uh, the thing that, yeah, I'm not happy about is, uh, I mean, how many times is, are we getting to that tipping point yet? And I think I've mentioned this somewhere along the lines over the past couple of weeks are we getting to that tipping point where uh, as many people have had the strap over the past year uh, is how many people who haven't, I mean, are we almost at the point where more people have had the strap than don't in the past year? Well, it's, tune in next it's week because I get the intercontinental title handed to me next week. So don't miss that guys. I want to invite you to that. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I'm waiting for is uh, next week. Uh, you're the intercontinental champion. Uh, Carnage and I will be taking the tag team belt uh, away from whomever <laughs> at the time and uh, tune That's in right. next week as, yeah, I mean, oh my Lord, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Chris, what did you, uh, what did you not like about the shows? Honestly, that in question is with that with the belt, you know, they're becoming just millennial participation trophies, you know, just handing them out left and right. 26 title changes in eight months. That is absolutely ridiculous. How many have we had between, what, like 2012 and 2015? There was maybe 19. 19 in, if that, in what, three, four years? Come on. Right. It's just, it's just ridiculous. You know, and, and all you're doing is devaluing the titles, and it's just ridiculous. This is America. We need champions, and we need people that can actually go win those belts and hold them for some time to actually bring some prestige back. Well, kind of make wrestling great again. on this, Carnage. Let me ask you your opinion on this, Carney. So when I look at this, what was it, a little over a year ago, we had the whole uh, Stephanie McMahon coming out and introducing Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch and Charlotte or a year and a half ago where we started the whole WWE Women's Revolution. And that's the title that's basically getting pissed on weekly here at this point. Uh, Do you think Stephanie has soured on the Women's Revolution at this point? Or do you think this is just something that uh, creative doesn't know where to go? Honestly, I think it's just that creative doesn't know where to go at this point because you have so many women that could hold this strap, but they're like running out of ideas because they're getting too invested in things like KO and Goldberg, things with going on with Bray Wyatt being champion. And now you have this 10 man number one contendership controversy. You know, it, it, <laughs> they're not giving the women their dues 
when they should be and honestly investing in these women because they are great, great athletes. Well, our divisions, our women's division is going to show them how it should be done and how it's going to be done. That brass ring is slipping out of your fingers, WWE. Just know that. Falling right into our hands. Speaking of our women's division, I can't wait till Monday. You know what I'm doing Monday, uh, gang? Here we go. Uh, I am uh, I'm going to be down in Orlando uh, as a guest of Miss Santana Garrett as uh she's training some uh, ladies that night and uh going to afterwards go ahead and talk with her and a couple of the other trainers there and be able to, uh, you know, talk about her time and what's going on and get it ready for the podcast, you know. So she's going to be on the podcast again. I, I mentioned this before, and if you're tuning in late, folks, the, the uh, next week's podcast is going to be both Robbie E. and Santana Garrett. It's going to be mm. one hell of a podcast. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It no. is. Absolutely. Jester. Yeah, I mean, I don't know too many podcasts. I don't know too many podcasts that are going to be able to say uh, on the same night that they have those people. So, um, and this uh, this is exactly why we are Florida's number one uh, podcast. So, go ahead. What were you going to no, say, JT? Yeah. This, so, speaking of saying, uh, tell us this. So, could this little nugget that you just dropped on us, and um, I can hear the gloating in your voice. But uh, this little nugget about you hanging out with Santana Garrett on Monday, could yeah. that be um, part of the uh, shots fired at Mila Naniki tonight there, you know, trying to get in good with Santana Garrett perhaps? Now, would I go ahead and yeah. purposely start hanging out with Santana Garrett just as she's getting ready to face Mila at FXE? Would I do that? Do oh, I absolutely. look like the type of guy? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> you bet. Mila, all right. You want to play? We're going to see how good you are. I'm going to talk to Miss Santana Garrett because I've seen some things on film on you, and I'm sure as her teacher she has seen it. But just in case if she hasn't seen it, I want to make sure I point something out to her. And uh, we'll see. We're going to see exactly how good you are, young lady. You want to talk you know, against Jester. Santana? She listen. Hold on I one second, JT. She wants I to talk it. against Santana. She wants to talk against me. All right. Well, we're going to find out. And I can't wait to talk to Santana on Monday about her. Go ahead, hey, JT. I'm favor. sorry. Do me a favor. The next time when you come in on one of the shows and you talk about how you're, you know, Joey bags of two donuts and the salt and the swat and everything else, Add yeah. equal opportunity offender to that. You're an equal opportunity offender. And that's what I love about you, man. <laughs> I dig it. I really don't. I got to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I play it as it is. If uh, And again, uh, just like, hey, listen, you know, just how I've handled pretty much everybody along the way. And uh, it's not going to change. It's just not going to change. You know, and that's uh, – that's why we're doing what we're doing. And we have the sponsors that, we're, that we have. You know, folks, don't forget, we are brought to you by uh, FantasyJesterSports.com, FXEWorld.com, also BreadFromYourBed.com. Yeah, they're still with us. Um, we've got Deep Obsession Charters. West Palm Beach, the best damn dive bunch out there, without a doubt. We're going to be having, uh, in the coming month or two, they're going to be jumping on board. BookFloridaDiving.com will be joining uh, as an advertiser on here. They, uh, they're starting up a great, great business and uh, going to be able to help you dive in Florida, find the best places, and uh, you'll be seeing that coming, and they'll be one of our uh, sponsors coming shortly. It continues to grow. Uh, and, guys, uh, as, you, as you have seen now, you, you're part of it. 
you see how fast this is growing. You see how the wrestlers, the workers themselves, and I think this is the best part of it. Uh, and I'll go to JT, and then I'll go to Chris, and then I'm going to wrap up. We only have 10 minutes, and I want to talk about a couple things real quick. JT, I mean, it has been absolutely amazing how everything has been well-received from the workers. The want to give back to the community part is what each and every, when we talk about, and it doesn't matter whether it's Mila or or, or, uh, Shannon Moore or Santana Gary or Robbie E or or Rex Rex Backus or, or any of them, Hound Dog, you name it. They're all about the one thing that they love about us is giving back to the community. Have you seen a group of people rally around that, like the, the this group that we have, JT? No, and I mean, just to, to share a little personal side to that, you know, way back uh, when, when I was a younger JT and I worked at a major Orlando area theme park and saw mm. the looks on the kids' faces when they brought – uh, the Make-A-Wish uh, Foundation kids through the rides or through the parks uh, and to see how much fun and excitement that those kids were having. How can you not want to be part of this charity? How can you not want to be part of helping these kids? So, And this group we have are all about it. And uh, that's what makes me proud and makes it a pleasure to work with these folks because of their commitment and their love for this particular charity. So, uh yeah, I'm excited just to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Chris, the uh the night of the show, all right, uh you're gonna make sure you have uh everything uh, of yours with you too, right? People are gonna be able to go ahead and get their hands on some uh Chris Carnage uh shirts and stuff, right? Absolutely. We're going to have our own Chris Carnage merch table set up. You're going to be able to get the Chris Carnage Hey Fan shirt. There's going to be the Carnage and Hey Fans diecast 7-inch stickers. And we might even maybe have some buttons. You know, there's going to be a lot of good stuff. And, oh, yeah, that's right, big old Chris Carnage posters that are signed and numbered by yours truly. It's going to be some great stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're table's big enough. I even put Everett Lee out there. He even has his own shirt for the Everett Lee show. So, you know, you go ahead and everybody needs to swing by that table. Grab yourself some merch and support your good old Chris Carnage. Let me ask you something. Everett Lee's table, is it in one piece, or does he have, like, two broken pieces on the ground and he puts his uh, stuff on there? Well, when he showed me the table, it was a little broken apart, so I kind of felt bad. So, you know, I made a little space and moved some Chris Carnage shirts on over, and we just kind of gave him a nice little line. Aren't you concerned that maybe somebody like JT will come along and put uh, put him through the uh, table at some point? I mean, I'm Chris Carnage. I have an entourage. I'll have people there guarding that table. JT won't be able to do anything to it. <laughs> uh oh. The game is a the game is a boy. If that was ever a I mean, I don't see any folks, I don't know. person tonight. You know, I'm I'm just saying. Ooh, Look, you know, Carnage, uh-oh. I got to teach you something here, man. There's an old song out there that says. You don't tug on Superman's cape, and you don't piss in the wind. And, buddy, you're pissing directly into the wind right now. Oh, wow. I mean, if you're really mad, I can give you a Superman cape so you can be super mad. Oh, hey, I'm all – free shit. I'm all about that. <laughs> JT, uh, a JT Superman cape at the merchandise table near you, folks. Why, do, why will I feel like sloth from Goonies at that point if I put that on? <laughs> you said uh, it, not me. Oh, my lordies. All right, guys, thanks so much. You know, it's too much what's going on here, and you guys are a big part of it, having so much fun with this. Uh, You know, for some of you out there, you don't know what's going on. Let me go ahead. Let me give you the different places. You know, uh, I had a couple of wrestlers asking me about it, and uh, I just want to make sure everything is clear for each and every one of you fans out there. You have this podcast every Wednesday night next week. Robbie E. Santana Garrett Mm. on next week. Fun times there. Then, don't forget, you have the YouTube channel, Fantasy Jester FXE. You have FantasyJesterSports.com. You have FXE. E world.com. 
You have the Fantasy Jester page on Facebook. You have the FXE World page on Facebook. You have JT, Jason Townsend, on Facebook. You have Chris Carnage on Facebook. On Twitter, Fez437 is good old JT. You've got FXE World, at FXE World. That's simple enough, not too hard for everybody. Then you have Planet Carnage for Chris Carnage. Not too hard again. Fantasy underscore Jester. Not too hard. There you go. There's all the Twitters, Twitter areas. But one of the best things, if you want to be able to get all of this, Go to the Fantasy Jester app. If you don't have the Fantasy Jester app on your phone, go and get it. Appmaker.com. A-P-P-M-A-K-R.com. Type in Fantasy Jester. Whether you have iPhone or Android, makes no difference. Folks, we're trying to go ahead and bring it to you in all different areas so that you have different places, different outlets. Every day, something new is going on. If you're not paying attention now, you're going to lose it. By the time March 18th rolls around, some of you are going to be a little behind. And that's that's just going to be your fault. Because you got to keep up with the articles. FantasyJesterSports.com or FXEWorld.com. There's articles by myself. There's articles by Brad Tinsdale. Every once in a while, you get a guest uh, article by uh, Everett Lee. You know, we're covering it there on the media portion. Then you have these podcasts. Then you're going to have everywhere, YouTube. All right, folks, listen. Three minutes left. Let me get one prediction out of Fastlane. Let's get some early thoughts from JT. And from Chris. We'll start with Chris and then work our way out of the show with JT. Chris, fast lane. You're looking at it. You got any early predictions? I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's underestimating Kevin Owens going into fast lane against Goldberg for the universal title. You know, don't sleep on KO. Everybody thinks what they think, but guess what? He's still champion. He's still going to walk out of fast lane as champion. Interesting. JT, what's your take on the fast lane? Well, you know, I was going to pick on our favorite uh, Jersey uh, boy, Enzo More, but, you know, with Carnage's prediction here, I'm going to go to that way. Let's just say this. Goldberg will walk out of that arena with the belt, and the reason he will will be Chris Jericho. Jericho will resurface, yet don't mess with Y2J. He did. He's going to pay for it. Goldberg walks into WrestleMania with that belt. More than likely, I agree there. Um, tag team. Tag team, guys. Do, we, are we due for a belt change? Hasn't it been a minute? Anybody well, seen Enzo? Yeah. All right. Is First of all, do either one of you see Enzo and Cass winning? Carnage, do you? Not at all. I honestly just don't think they're ready. Honestly, I feel like all they brought them in for was to sell T-shirts and sell Popeye's chicken. So at the end of the day, what do they need a title for? They'll be fine where they're at. Honestly, I feel like they're going to lose no matter what. You got something against Popeye's chicken? Yes. No, Popeye's is good. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, that's what they're selling. They're not selling wings and titles. JT? Let me me correct my... Yeah, let me correct my esteemed partner here. It's KFC, not Popeye's Chicken, so get that right, pal. Secondly, let's look at this. Just a few months ago, we were discussing, you and I, Jester, you know, did uh, Enzo ask Linda McMahon, how you doing? Because they were getting buried, and here they are back into the title match. You don't take those belts away from uh, Gallo and Anderson at this point, uh, and I don't think it happens here. Interesting. You know, as we wrap it up, I'm going to say this. I I think this is what, uh, and why are they back in the picture all of a sudden after being out of the uh, tag team title picture? Real simple. This is the beginning and the end of Enzo and Cass. Why bring him back into the title picture? They were out. 
There was no reason to bring him into it. You had other things going on. Folks, fantasy jester, the jester, Joey Two Bags of Donuts, whatever you want to call me, you know one thing. We are the best damn podcast out there for wrestling. This has been FXC Live. Next week, join us, Robbie E., Santana Garrett. If you had, don't miss it. One I'm shot. Jester. And I'm out. One opportunity. Everything you ever wanted One moment With the Lucky Land Slots You can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine But we're just going to circle up here a while And uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.